break it down, down like this. Welcome along, ladies and gentlemen, to Tempo Fit Workout of the Week. This is your podcast where we will dive into a running workout, give you the why, the how, the what, give you all the stuff, that, all the tools that you need to tailor the workout to wherever you are at in your running journey. My name is Hayden Sherman, and it's great to be back with episode number 113. We are embarking on a new little series, a new little series that I call... I don't know what to actually call it. I should have put this. Um, why don't we call it what doesn't kill you makes you stronger? Why, why don't we call it that? Because this gets back to a little series we did way back in February of this year called Killer K Reps, where we did one K reps, but we added a few exercises on to the start of those K reps just to make it a little bit more juicy, a little bit more meaty. So this time we're doing three weeks initially. I might see if we want to extend it or not. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. Three weeks initially where we're going to build up to a a 5k challenge so it's going to be a broken 5k where you do you'll run 1k well you do some exercises then you run 1k do some exercises run 1k till you've done five sets trying to aim for a specific time we might do a little follow-up um maybe a week or two after and see if you can beat that time but essentially now is a really good time for most of our listeners to tackle something like this because it's a little bit of an off-season type thing some people might be getting for ready for a southern hemisphere track some track races that usually center around you know february march is the main main focus of that so it's early season so now would be a good time to do something sort of strength orientated with a little bit of faster stuff other people who might be preparing for a spring or an autumn depending which side of the planet you're on um marathon or ultra marathon will have a bit of downtime in late november december so that's why we're doing something a little bit different it's designed to get you stronger get you faster add a little bit of spice to your running and look what doesn't kill you makes you stronger so we are after strength building building here right enough of the preamble what are we doing in today's workout exactly so we're doing five sets of the following we start off with three exercises in each of those sets 20 squats 10 press-ups five burpees then we run for two minutes so it's 20 squats 10 press-ups five burpees straight into a two minute run at about your 5k race pace then you'll have about a two to three minute jog recovery or it could be stationary recovery up to you and then we'll go again five times over so one more time it's 20 squats then we do 10 press-ups and then finish off with five burpees before we run out for a minute and back for a minute to make two minutes total two to three minutes recovery times five Okay, why are we embarking on this little series? I said before it's really about getting you stronger. And why why strength work? Let's let's talk about why would we want to do other stuff 
other than running. You know, the traditional model of running is you just, you run more, you get fitter. So you keep running more. And that works. It, it does work until it doesn't, <laughs> until your body starts breaking down. So if running is your main goal, you want to optimize that, you do need to run a lot. Let's be honest. But in order to run more, you need to be strong. You need to have good core, good strong glutes, well-coordinated, good athleticism that enables you to get through more more mileage and more work. The other side of, of this is that just running can be a bit of a limiter. I mentioned that word athleticism. So building in some strength, and I talk about this a lot, building in some strength work into your weekly training regime will help to improve that athleticism. So that's all things like coordination, uh, strength, power, speed, all that stuff helps to make you a more well-rounded runner and um, fills up some holes that might be missing from your arsenal, particularly something like squats. Like when I got into running, uh, I don't know, 15 years ago, maybe, maybe just over now, um, I didn't do squats. I, I probably never really squatted in my life, like maybe a couple of times at school or a, a, in a gym where a PT was showing me, but then I'd go back to my staples of what I knew to do with weights and I'd, why would I need to do squats? Why do I need a booty? I'm a dude. Uh, now I find out the booty is the most important part of a runner's body. You need good strong glutes and you need that good coordination um, and squatting is an amazing way to do that. So that's why I love squats, even if it's just body weight squats for, for runners. So we do 20 squats and then we move into the press-ups. Now press-ups obviously not as as vital to have that big shoulder strength but you know still it adds to that athleticism and what I find when you're doing a press up is you're holding that plank position right throughout the movement through a dynamic movement and so it's really testing your core ability to maintain postural awareness and strength even when you're working a muscle and tiring it out so when it comes to running, you're able to apply that same sort of core strength. Now, n- number three, burpees. Well, that just a full body grueling, grueling workout. This is just to, the icing on the cake to make you extra tired before you go out there and do that two minutes. So that's where we're doing the compound movements of all compound movements. We're asking your body to do everything push the ground away, uh, jump up so that your feet swing under you and then up into a squat jump. So that's what we're we're after with those three exercises. Now the 5k pace, why, why would we be doing that? Well, we want the pace to be up. We This should feel a little bit like a high intensity interval session. Um, working our way towards two weeks down the track, we want to be able to do this non-stop. So the idea is get the heart rate up reasonably high, the recoveries today are reasonably long to allow you to ease yourself into this sort of work. Um, but yeah, the, the, the pace is, is nice and honest in order to um, get that, that heart rate up to where it needs to be. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, the other thing I should mention as well is I often get asked this, why would you want to combine the strength work with, with the running? Usually you'd keep them separate, you know, do your run uh, one day and then go to the gym the other day or, or, you know, finish off in the gym, whatever. Combining the two, I find does a couple of things. It, 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 
it stimulates some pre-fatiguing of, of the muscles. So you're having to flush out that that fatigue on the run and it teaches your your body to process fatigue while you're running, which I think is a really good thing, particularly as you get into, you know, the last third of a race situation. Um, the other thing I like about this sort of workout is you're putting your body in a state that is a lot harder to get to if you're just running. You know, those burpees will really skyrocket up that fatigue and we're doing five sets of five when it comes to the burpees. So you're getting through, uh, what is it, 100 squats, 50 50 press-ups and 25 burpees. Yeah, that's right, across the workout. So there's a fair amount of work there that is going to be not so much to do with your running muscles. So if you're like me and you struggle with Achilles issues or or what have you, pulling back on the running element and adding something in that's just as equally as intense is a good way of getting that, that VO2 interval style work in without it all being reliant on your running muscles. So that's just a little note. Now, a couple of uh, tips on, on how to attack this one. Technique is, is really important when it comes to the exercises themselves. So if you haven't done press-up squats and burpees before, I would encourage you at the very least to just jump on YouTube, search for good technique bodyweight squats, good technique press-ups, good technique burpees. Now that will get you in the right positions. And this is part of why I want you to have a decent recovery with this session is so that you can dial in that good technique for each of those exercises. It's really important, especially something like squats that can so easily be done wrong. If you get it right, um, at, in this session will be much better place two weeks time when we really put it into into the furnace and see see how it stacks up. So technique is is the first thing I'd mention. The other thing, I, and I mentioned this at the top of the show, that two minute effort at your five k race pace. I would just go out for one minute and then back for one minute. That just keeps you on the same circuit. Means that the recovery could either be just a little walk or a little jog around um, to flush out the legs, and you're not having to run back to your start point uh last little thing yeah that that recovery um it's up to you if burpees press-ups and all that are very new to you you might just want to do that stationary maybe just go through some leg swings some some dynamic stretches in between the sets in order to be fully refreshed before you go again so you can dial in that technique if you're used to this sort of work you could just carry on jogging for a couple of minutes and keep the heart rate a bit more elevated Right, the thought for the week this week. Now, this time of year, I do this challenge, which I call No Treats Till Christmas. And it's a month-long challenge. It starts on the 25th of December, 25th of November to the 25th of December. Of course, Christmas Day being the 25th of December. And the idea is, and the name is a little bit misleading, No Treats Till Christmas, because how I frame it and sell it to people is that you're not doing zero treats. You're just choosing your kryptonite foods and particularly the kryptonite foods that will be available at this sort of silly season time of year. And you put a ban on those until Christmas day itself. So 
For me, the kryptonite foods are things like potato chips, uh, cake, muffins, uh, biscuits, uh, chocolate brownie, especially chocolate brownie. So they're the things that I'm putting on my list. Now, I'm still I'm still going to have my favorite Dark Ghana Whitaker's um, 80, what is it, 88% uh, dark chocolate. I'm still going to have that because... I really love, I really love it. And I have a couple of um, pieces after uh, lunch and dinner. So I find it's a really nice way just to finish off my meal with with a little, with a little treat. Now, so I'm going to keep that going and that means it's far more achievable for me. But what I find the great thing about no treats to Christmas is it just puts, rings a little fence around the stuff that I, I want to avoid so that I hit Christmas day feeling like, I'm not just sick of the sight of food and I can really just enjoy myself on, on Christmas day, hang out with the family and, and have a good time, eat, eat whatever's in front of me. Up until then, I've got a few little rules that I, that I have in place just to keep me honest. Now, I want to preface this challenge because I do this every year and basically for the rest of the year, I have zero guidelines, rules around nutrition that I follow. Um, well, th- that's not true. I do have some guidelines around, I want I want my meals to be a nice colourful variety of, of foods on my plate. I want that good balance of, of macronutrients, fats, carbs, and proteins. And of course, I want a good amount of micronutrients from, from the greens and the, the vegetables on the plate. So I do have guidelines. But beyond that, I, I'm really... And I try to do this with my runners, unless there's some some big issues we need to work through, you know, low iron or you're really targeted on on weight loss um, or potentially weight gain. Um, Otherwise, it's just like, just just make sure general macro portions are are pretty good and and eat till you're you're satisfied. Listen to your body and understand uh, what those cues are. I think that's an important healthy position for most runners to be in because let's be honest, when we're running, we become vacuum cleaners at the dinner table. And if we're not giving ourselves a bit of grace at that dinner table, it can really lead to some, some eating and nutrition disorders. So I'd massively preface this whole discussion with that framework in mind but I find this time of year things go crazy there's function after function parties to go to um, all this stuff all these available calories with very high density of calories in them that is um, I find really useful to have some rules in place so 30 days, I start actually on the 23rd of November and that takes me through to my wedding anniversary which is the 23rd of December and then I actually let let go from then on so it's up to you when you start it um, but for most people who also do it with me we'll start on the 25th of November through to the 25th of, well 24th of December, finish at midnight and then go, go crazy but it's up to you what treats you want want to choose and put on that that blacklist. Uh, it could be uh, alcohol. You know this this time is obviously a massive one. Now I don't drink. I've I've actually never drank, and I don't know if I've shared this on the show. I'll, I'll dive into it one time. Um, 
in on, on the show, but I've I've never actually drunk alcohol. So I'm 40 years old, never drunk alcohol, and so for me that's that's not an issue at this time. Yeah, I'm I'm on the I'm on the waters and the the ginger beers. I'm, I'm good to go. But my kryptonite is definitely anything with with biscuits or cakes or potato chips. So they're on my band list for the next month and um i can tell you i get to the end of it and i'm like okay yeah i do enjoy just that feeling of proper food being in my in my stomach when you walk away from a from a party or a function you're like oh yeah it felt good not eating all the junk that was available to me but actually selecting the stuff that i know is going to be going to be good for my body so there's a little challenge to you guys Totally up to you, you whether you want to give it a go, but remember, it's just choosing some of those kryptonite foods and, and putting them on the band list for 30 days before you get out there and celebrate with your family and just in, enjoy life. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show for the week. Uh, the workout, again, is five sets of the following. 20 squats, 10 press-ups, 5 burpees, straight into a two-minute run at your 5K pace. You're going to jog or rest, active active rest for two to three minutes between sets. This is a fun little session. What doesn't kill you will make you stronger, hopefully. And um, thank you to all those who have supported us um, already on Patreon. And if you'd like to support the show, keep it free, keep it trucking along and support the work that we are doing in schools through through tempo fit with our run revolution program we would love a little assistance uh just by giving a, a buck or two every month would would help us massively so you can go to tempofit.org slash wow w-o-w which stands for workout of the week and there will be a little button for for patreon and also a reminder if you don't get um the weekly workout sent to your inbox make sure to sign up on the email on tempo tempofit.org as well. Thanks everyone. Happy running. 